So good people, MC Till here with everybody's hip hop label representing the Boom Bap chat. We have a fantastic show for you lined up tonight. If you're watching the live feed, you know the legendary MC and producer we have. But before we get into that, I just want to say if you're in Cincinnati, make sure you go check out everybody's records. You know, I'm always representing everybody's records. They got some great CDs, vinyl, tapes. They got all kinds of great stuff over there. And also, if you don't have our new book yet, the Boom Bap Review Volume 5, make sure you go pick that up. You can go to boombapreview.com. You can search on Amazon, get it there, but make sure you pick it up. So I'm representing those things tonight. One of the co-hosts, profound of the Boom Bap yo, Chat. Yo. What's up with you tonight, man? Who you representing? Man, I'm representing the youngest profound in the family, QB5, Elijah. We working hard on this uh, all-star team that he made for Nevada. So we getting ready to travel to Texas to play and uh, beat up on some other 12-year-olds across the country. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? QB5 is ready. QB5 is QB1 on the all-star team. So we out here trying to get our Patrick Mahomes on. All right, man. Good luck to y'all, man. Uh, good luck. Uh, also, no. also co-host Iomas Marad is with us tonight on location. Uh, Iomas, what's going on, man? Who you representing tonight? What's the word, man? Uh, representing Toronto Hip Hop, man. I'm headed to a show right now. My man DJ Versatile, King Just, and uh, some other artists that's on the bill. So I figured, you know, I'll come out the house and see what's popping. So shout out to them, bro. Right on, man. Good to have you on tonight. So, yes, yes. Tonight we have two artists hailing from the great state of Ohio. One is an excellent MC with numerous quality projects under his belt. And he has worked with darn near every rapper I've ever known. He does features all the time. He gets features all the time. He's got a, a great feature album with the producer we have on tonight, who's worked with some incredible artists. Of course, Yasin Bey and Talib Kweli, Casual, Hieroglyphics, John Robinson, Sadat X, and many, many more. Plus, he went on and became a certified professor at The Ohio State University, which is super dope. Yes, and our guest tonight joined forces recently for a really dope project called Criminal Blinded. That's such a dope title. Dope album cover. Dope album all around. So we're going to get into that new album and a bunch of other stuff right now. Let's welcome to the Boom Bap Chat, Kaz Meta and Jay Ross. Yep. Yeah. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Chilling, man. Cold chilling. <laughs> Jay Ross, how you doing, man? I'm feeling good in the neighborhood, man. I'm chilling. What the deal? Hey, I I'm glad you guys are on. Jay Ross, you've been on a few times, uh, for sure. And Kaz, you, I think you were on like, I think you might have been on the very first ever Boom Bap chat. I want to so say you were there. First, second. If first or second. Second, yeah, yep, done yes. a couple. Did did the Pal Bundy one, did the SI one, and then and then I just been a fly on the wall, like you know, linger uh, in the background on a few as well. So, yep, yeah, I yeah. remember. Yeah, because when we first started the Boom Bap Chat, a lot of people don't know this, but it was originally going to be like everybody coming to the Zoom and ask questions and comment and have a conversation. We were going to do like this hip hop community thing. And then it just kind of merged into like a more traditional, you know, podcast type of thing. So Kaz Meta was there uh, as the fly on the wall uh, from the yeah. very beginning. I, I used to be off every Thursday. Night, so it was like real easy to tap in with y'all. I actually work on Thursdays now, but I'm on vacation tonight. So we made sure that we 
linked up with y'all again for this special special vacation day just to come see my boys on the boom bap chat you heard that's what's up i appreciate it well last two weeks ago on our last episode we also had an ohio mc on we had dirty needles on and he was a lot of fun to talk to so i wanted to start out tonight and just ask you about ohio hip-hop what is it about hip-hop in ohio that really excites you and um that you really appreciate about the great state of ohio we'll start with you jay rawls Man, shoot, this is home. So, you know, what what can I say? I think the thing I like most about Ohio hip hop is the the variety. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. so many different styles of artists. And, and and the cool thing for me, I find out about a new artist every week. You know what I'm saying? Somebody new that I didn't know. Um uh, you know, and that and I think that adds to the excitement. It's like uh, and cats keep it moving, you know, um, and that's what I like that people, because I used to be one of them sticklers, like, yo, it's got to sound, hip hop got to sound like this, got to be like this, but I'm a little bit more open to the young boys, and one of the things I really like is a lot of these new young dudes digging in the crates, and mm-hmm. as you can see, I like that. I mean, they don't put no drums under them. <laughs> <laughs> but they digging in the crates. So, uh, you know, Ohio dudes, man, but but hip hop in general, man, just I like it. I like that. Yeah. It's more- how, how do you like that? Um, that that kind of drumless production that, that we hear a lot in hip hop right now. Hmm. It's all right. It don't it don't it don't uh, it don't move me like that. I did. I did a couple of them just to just to see if I could. And basically, I just made beats and then took the drums out. And I was good to go. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah. it, I guess it's cool. I mean, you got to, you know, change it up. Things are going to change. But for me, I always start with drums when I make beats. So that's kind of, that's a little weird for me because, I, you know, the drums move for me. That's what, you know. Now, if you get something, I forget the name of it, but like the Larry June and, and Alchemist. I mean, not Larry June. Um. Uh, that's dope too. But the Alchemist and uh, Rock Marciano with the uh, with the uh, twenty four karat black, the way he flipped that, right? Mm. The drums are so prominent in that it didn't even need it. It's so banging, but like you know, some of them just just be like strings, and they rap over the strings, and I'll be like, it sound like I'm waiting on the beat. I'm waiting on the beat. To, like where the beat? 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 So yes, yeah, some of it. I'm just surprised that so many people like it. Me like, too. You know, you know, be experimental. Do you know, do whatever. But I'm just surprised. Be like, oh, this is they dope. This is it. fire. People, people rocking with it. And I was like, really? Like at shows like this. Yeah. Like, them drums are from our ancestors. Like that's yeah, the whole man. point. Yeah. Yeah. Them drums is important. Yeah. yeah I think they're important. I, I I feel that I, I feel like you can, you know, like Jay Electronica's, you know, on that album. Like you 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 do it sparingly i guess if you know what i'm saying if the if the aesthetic calls for it but man you gotta bring them drums in man come on yeah, man. Man, give me some drums man and then and, and they gotta smack too like come on yeah ask, we asking for too much maybe we asking for too much <laughs> yo Casmeta, what excites you about ohio hip-hop right now oh man like the, i definitely get off on the versatility of seeing how diverse we can be um, you got a little bit of everything here, which like is kind of dope to me. Um, 
yeah, like, I mean, we aren't just, you know, even just thinking way back to the, not way back, but I mean, I guess 20, 30 years, you know, just it's seeing, seeing how far it's came and, and seeing some of the, you know, the legends that have been born up out of Ohio is, it's pretty impressive, man. We got a, we got a pretty impressive list of artists come from this region, man. So, um, some, some are worldwide known. Some might just be you know, more regionally known. Um, but the amount of talent is just, it seemed to end. Like Rawls and I both have kind of this thing for, we both like to really collab with other artists from Ohio, which is probably why we ended up linking up. Um, but yeah, like I, I mean, when I sit and think of all the art, like you named earlier, yeah, I have done a lot of collabs, but I still haven't touched, you know, everybody here. And right. I even have a little bucket list uh, that I'll jot down names every once in a while from artists, you know, specifically from Ohio that I want to work with that I haven't worked with yet. And it's, it's all, it's always growing. So. Dope. Jay Ross, do you have, um, you know, getting into hip hop, getting into uh, producing and rhyming, you also rhyme. Um, did you have mentors that like help shape and, and guide you? That's a great question. Definitely. Um, I've even put my mentors on a couple of my tracks. I mean, a couple of my albums. My mentors are a group named Spirit from Columbus. Um, Spirit just kind of shaped everything that I was doing when I was young, like. I did my first talent show with Spirit. Like they they threw the talent show, and just watching them is how you know I watch how they grip the mic. I watch how they had the energy on stage, just different things like that. Um, and and I learned a lot from them. Uh, you know, when you talk about Columbus, um, uh, also Watusi tribe. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from the Natty, uh, mm-hmm. learning learning a lot from Mood. I learned a lot from Tay, Maine, Jason. You know, so, yeah, I've, I've had a whole bunch of mentors, man. I think a lot of people have inspired me and shaped who I am in this game. Yo, I'm so glad you mentioned Watusi Tribe and Spirit. Spirit was on the Hip Hop Effect album, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah they're dope. I'm so glad you mentioned mentioned Watusi Tribe. They, they've had a profound impact on me, my life, especially Vibe 1. Vibe 1, I feel like. Every show I've ever done, I've always called Vibe One. Hey, will you come? Yeah, <laughs> be a part of this. Um, yeah, great dudes, man. And they really, they really inspired me to be a better performer because I thought I was exactly. the ish when I was performing, right. and then I saw them perform. I was like, oh, okay. He was, he was like, oh, I didn't, I ain't doing it right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I need to practice. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kaz, how about you, man? Who, who are some of your mentors in in the hip hop world? Uh. For me, it would have been like my man Two Tone, uh, and my man Head Talk. And uh, it's funny you mentioned Watusi because Tone is actually before he lived in Greenfield, he was from a, a Cincinnati area, and I think he knew those guys even. Then. So yeah, their their legacy runs super. Yep. But uh, so they they were probably an influence. One of my influences is what I'm. Getting. But uh, it's crazy. But uh, tone for sure, and uh, and my man uh, just me for sure. Um, 
Yeah, like they're they're the two that pop out. I mean, and I had others, you know what I mean? Like more long distance, um, even out of state guys that I would just build with on the phone for like hours. Like I remember Seth Static used to give me game like for like years, you know what I mean? I was I was on his neck, like, and he'd be, you know, just dropping jewels on me on the phone. Uh Plato was another one early on. Um Manchild. There's a there's a handful of them, man. Did you ever interact with Fitty Futuristic? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, for sure. I Do used you know to go name shit. Nah, I, I don't. Cal sleep on his floor, man. I used to go out to Greenfield, Indiana, and sleep on that dude's floor and do shows with him and DJ Type A. Type A is doing his thing out in LA right now, man. I don't know what happened to Fitty. I think he just disappeared. Okay, but, uh, so, so Type A is still doing his thing. I need to reach out to Type A because Fitty had, you know, a pretty in, huge impact on me, and I, I don't know where he's at, so I'd love to get in touch with him again. Yeah, Type A just did some – I saw on his uh, on his Facebook, he just did some, like, hip-hop museum-type thing out there in L.A. He had Exhibit and Razkaz, and I think a Kid from Kid and Play was there. He had, he had a handful of people up, up in the building. Okay. I'll, if, remind me and I'll shoot you the the link. All right, dope, dope. Wow. Uh, speaking speaking of people doing big things, I wanted to ask you about something that that was in the the hip hop news recently. Uh, we we've been kind of trading thoughts around on the Boom Bap chat about it and the the, the Grammys. And I don't know if y'all saw Karis One's uh snippet about how he the reason why he didn't go and be a part of it. Did y'all see that? I heard about it. I didn't get to watch it all the way through. So essentially he was saying like, okay, you're going to wait 50 years. You've ignored hip hop for 50 years. And now all of a sudden you want me to come. He's like, no, I'm I'm not coming. That's basically what he was saying. And so people are kind of landing on both sides, like saying, nah, he should have gone. You know, people are agreeing with him. Like, yeah, you know, forget the Grammys. Like that was the right move. Uh, Just curious to know what y'all think about, you know, the Grammys now. Kind of, not all of a sudden, but like coming around and like, oh yeah, hip hop is dope, and you know they historically have not been that kind or you know that hip to the, to hip hop in general. So, just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, as you want to go first. Yeah, I caught a little bit of the KRS uh, rant. I watched it for a handful of minutes. I don't know if I watched all of it. I probably shut it off after after I felt like I got the point, but uh. But I, I mean, I tend to agree. I didn't watch the Grammys. I don't ever watch the Grammys. I didn't watch it this year just because they had a hip hop 50 celebration either. Like, F the Grammys, dog. <laughs> I don't care. Y'all mean, man. Um, <laughs> so, so listen, man, I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you my take, man. And real talk, here's what y'all got to understand. Hip hop wasn't made for them, right? So, right. What, what y'all expect? They're going to come late. Everybody's coming late. Now everybody's a hip-hop fan, and I'm hearing so much hip-hop 50th, and I'm everybody wants to do something, and they want to touch hip-hop. That's how it was always going to be. I, I mean, I would just roll with it. For me, I would be like, just like, I mean, you know, Jeff and them came up there and did their thing or whatever. Go ahead and accept the accolades while it's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, Because one day they ain't going to give a damn again right? That's coming back. All that's full circle. 
So to me, I'm like, yo, I'm going to make sure the whole world knows how dope hip hop is so that when they go back to not liking it or when it's not as popular or when it's blah, 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 we at least we had that moment and we let them know what it was. But for me, it don't matter. Like, you know, because I, I had a lot of people talking about they shunned. A lot of people didn't get played. I know Pete, Pete Rock was upset. A lot of people didn't get love and this and that. Uh, but there's no way they could fit everybody. You know what I'm saying? There's no possible way. And um, and I and, and we know what real hip hop is. We know what the real is. We know what's up. You know what I'm saying? So you not being on the Grammys or like Karis one saying I'm not really with it or whatever. I mean that's fine. That's that's his opinion. But we know who's dope. We know what Karis means to hip hop, and each of us know what Karis one means to us. And he, that's even more important. So for me. I'm good. I'm good because I can always go in there and pull out my vinyl and I can put on whoever I want to hear. So that's just my percent. Yeah. Facts. Pro thoughts. I feel I feel Jay Rawls, but I also feel KRS one too. I'm kind of like, but then, but again, you know, like when I was coming up, we watched the Grammys to see Michael Jackson. You ain't watched the Grammys to see nothing hip hop. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like we was trying to see Mike. We was trying to see Mike then. So I didn't care either way, you know, but I, I wasn't like, you know, intrigued to look, you know, to be like, oh, the Grammy's doing something for hip hop and all oh, let me check it out. And it was like, yeah, well, you know, we still active, you know, we still actively participating in, in this culture, man. So I don't need the you know, it's all it's already, you know, the fifty years is already in my heart already. So I don't necessarily need you know, That's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, it's it's in our hearts anyway. So we really don't need the Grammys. You know what I'm saying? The Grammys need us. Just like me being at Ohio State, like we, we told them, like, yo, hip hop don't need higher ed, but higher ed needs hip hop. Mm-hmm. Colleges, academy, academy needs hip hop. So I mean, and and the, and the powers that be get that, but that's that's part of it. The Grammys is realizing hip hop don't need you, mm-hmm. but we need hip hop, so they come mm-hmm. call, and that's all it is. That's a great. That's a great point. Great point. Iomas, anything you'd like to add to the conversation? Well, you know, I definitely, I definitely agree with Jay Ross and what Profound said. I mean, I definitely, I definitely lean toward what Chris did, and I, I respect Chris for his values. You know, standing on his principles. You know, if he, if he felt like, you know, if he felt the way he felt, then him not going. You know what I'm saying? I respect that too. And those that went, like like Till said in the chat earlier, like respect to those who went and respect to those who didn't go. You know what I'm saying? Who choose not to be a part of it. Because like 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 J. Raw said, hip hop wasn't created for them. You know what I'm saying? It was created from the streets. It was created for community. It was created for the people. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't created for them type of spaces. So I definitely agree 100%. But I, 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 you know, I give a lot of respect to KRS-One for standing on his values and his principles. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, some people, they would have just been like, yeah, damn my principles. I'm going. They sending me the invite, I'm going to go. But because he feel like he's standing on business, he, he decided not to go. So uh, I got I got a lot of respect for him for that. Yeah. You know yeah, no doubt. I just, I feel like, you know, there, I don't think there's really a wrong answer. Like, it, right. you know, if, if you want to go 
and try exactly. to do your thing and exactly. represent, great. And if you're like, nah, I'm not with it, you know, great, you know. So respect all of the above. Yes. Casmeta, would you go if they sent you an invitation? Uh, I mean, an invite, that's that's a whole nother that's another whole nother conversation. I mean, I'll go check it out. Like, I'd go check it out if I Yeah, I'd probably go check it out. Yeah, I probably would, honestly. Yeah, I, I think I'd yeah, I think I'd want to go. <laughs> It'd be fun, you know. Check yeah. out all of it. For sure. All right, uh, little little break in. The, but before uh, we, but before we yeah. go on, you remember the? I don't know if y'all remember the conversation that Jay Dilla and Q Tip had. Like, you know, what I mean, Q Tip wanted to go to the Grammys, but Dilla didn't because Dilla wasn't. You know, what I'm saying that wasn't Dilla's thing. Like, Dilla would rather be at the crib working on beats. He didn't. He didn't care about the Grammys. And I remember like Q Tip, like arguing with with Dilla. You know what I'm saying? I think Dilla even got in the limousine. And when they got to the building, Dilla was like, I'm not going in, bro. <laughs> like, I'm going back to the hotel. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? And these are, like, two of the greatest. You know what I'm saying? Producers, MCs. So it's like, even they were split on it. You know what I mean? Dilla was like, man, I can live with it. I don't need that. But Q-Tip was like, yo, that's the space I want to be. So, you're right. It's no right or wrong answer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 based pretty much based on how, how you know your values and your principles, what you're standing on. You yeah. know what I mean? So that's how I see it. And Dilla going back to the hotel to make beats is one of the reasons Ma Dukes probably has like eight million Dilla beats, <laughs> in, right? In state. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember the amount of beats I remember hearing that Dilla had just unreleased joints. Still, it's just like it's amazing how many beats that man made. Jay Rawls. Just a little side note. Can you fathom or, or can you can like how many beats do you think you have made in your span of beat making? Man. Is it in is the thousands, tens of, tens of thousands? I, I have no clue. I mean, <laughs> put it like this. I, I started making beats on my own equipment in 1994. So I guess we're coming up on 30 years next year that I've been making beats on my own equipment. So before that, I was borrowing cats. So that was, you know, I don't know when I'll get to make beats. I had to go over somebody's house and try to, you know, learn something. So then when I finally got my own, that was 94. And then in those days, it was kind of like sex. You know, every time you could bust a nut, you was busting. <laughs> I was busting. I was making a thousand beats a week. Like I was just, yo. And then as you get older, you start to slow down a little bit. You know, you got you got other you got kids. You got to go to the wrestling match, to the football game. Then the wife wants to. I didn't want to spend time. We don't spend enough time, time, time. So you know, you got the wife. Time, time. So you got to do with that. And then you know, you might get a little time late at night to go down and bang out one or two a month. <laughs> Yeah, that's so true. This is so true, though, man. This is so true. No clue. It's spot on, man. It's so spot on. I cannot laugh too loud, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, my opinion. Uh, yeah, because you're going to have your wife in, in trouble. You're going to wake up and then you got to deal with that. You be sitting there like, fellas, I got to go. Y'all, you know, you'd have been there. Like, you're oh, coming back. I'll call y'all tomorrow. 
Yo, that's hilarious, dude. Hey, man, had... I've been married 23 years, bro. <laughs> hey, I've I've only been I've been married almost 15 now, and there there have been times, no lie, that I've been making beats, and then as soon as my wife, as soon as I hear her coming in in the yep. crib, I'm like, oh shoot. Run down to the kids. Look like I'm making, you know, yeah, washing dishes or something. Like, oh, what's up, baby? It's over. I've been in here washing dishes. You go down and fill the MP like, it's like why was why was the light on in the why you They think you in there. They think you in there watching porn. You hunched over the MP. The light is on. Like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm making a. I'm making a beat about some porn or sex. Like, trying to bust this beat. Like, what? Like, what? Yo, why you tapping on it so hard? (laughs) My wife was calling the basement. My mistress. She was like, "Are you going down to your mistress?" I was like, you know what? When I when I come home like this, like handing you some, you know, put this on the pill, put this on, like you don't, I don't see you turning my mistress away. Yo, that's too funny, man. That's too funny. Oh man, Kaz, you, you uh, experienced any of this? You got married recently, didn't you? Yeah, I've been married for a few years now. Uh, mm. We know exactly what y'all talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and add some kids to the mix. Oh man, you can forget it. Yeah. Bro, my, my wife then came in my sessions when I'm rhyming and like, oh, what do you mean when you say that rhyme? I'm like, Will you get out of my creative space. I'm not about to explain my bars to you. Like, get out of here, man. <laughs> said, this is my creative space. Like, this is my this is my area. Explain, explain your bars. <laughs> right. What do you mean when you say that? Man, if you don't get up out of here. <laughs> for right. real, bro. <laughs> Who is Tina? Hang <laughs> on, Wait, hold on. I'll say it again. Say it again. What is it again? Make profile. You dying, bro, man? Because man, you know, you be thinking you the only one going through it, man. And man, man, bro. I don't even. I don't even write. If if my wife's here, I don't record. I don't do nothing. I do that when she is. Not here. Exactly. Same thing. Yeah, I do the same <laughs> thing, bro. For sure. That's when you got the most peace. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Hey, and I'm laughing because I do the we do the podcast. I'm in our room, so she's not in here while we're doing the podcast. So by the time we get done, she be ready to come in here and go to bed, and I'll be in here kicking it with y'all, man. <laughs> she be texting me, "You done yet? Y'all still on the?" <laughs> and she watched, you know, she be watching too, so she could tell when we 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 go off live. Like, how long are you gonna be? I'm like, yeah, man. You said she be watching. Uh oh, you better be careful. Yeah, man. Profound loves you. Everything's good. He (laughs) He say nothing. (laughs) Man, boy, that's a good one tonight, boy. That was yes. All right, Uh, just having some fun. uh, A little midway break. Can y'all name? You don't have to name your top five, but can y'all name uh, producers uh, that have really, really inspired you? Through the years, if 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 you make it five, that's fine. But can you name some producers that um you know just go to every time they put out some, you're just inspired 
inspire. Who, who you got, Jay Ross? Y'all needs top this and top that, boy. <laughs> Uh, that I mean, it's hard to just say five. You asking me to name five? No, nah, you can I, do more. You can do more. I mean, it could be a billion. There's so many people that influenced <laughs> me. I mean, so off the top is is Q-Tip for me. Q-Tip as a producer is everything to me. Um, of course Pete. Um, of course Dilla, but high tech. My man Rashad from here, Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um. My man Rob Riley from here. He's in the Liquid Crystal Project. Mm. He's he's incredible. He he inspires me. Um, did I say high tech? You did, yeah. yeah but same twice. Tech. Do yeah. you think do you think high tech get the props he deserves, Ross? I don't think he do, bro. He probably Same don't, but beast, he, he, he he probably don't, but he he get he get the pay paychecks he deserves. You know, he got the Dre and and the big boy stuff. So yeah, he good, but you're right. Um but yeah, he he's probably one of the best. I mean, like when I met High Tech, he was still a teenager. And I was an adult at college. And I was looking at him like, what? <laughs> so he's been like that forever. So he, he was just born to do this. Yeah, he's super dope. Super. And he's he, my observation. My observation of him is a super um Maybe he's not introverted, but he he definitely seems that way. You don't like see him a lot. He's not, but he just he just don't talk out in public like that a lot. Yeah. He he watch what he's saying. He kind of like just be chilling. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he he would he's like Dilla. He would rather be like that's why he didn't tour with Black Star and all that because he would have rather been in the studio making beats. And we'll get into this possibly a little bit later. But were you? I rem- I've seen people say that you were a part of Black Star. No. Okay. No, never. Because that—that's what I thought you would say. But you know, people people decide what they want to decide. And then I heard people say that High Tech was a part of Black Star. I mean, kind of. He could have been. I mean, that was the nucleus. Them three. Those three. Yeah. Yeah, but I was kind of the. I was the third leg, fourth leg. I was the fourth leg when we went out and recorded in L.A. But um, yeah, that kind of. Kind of, but but the thing about it is Quali and High Tech was a group and most deaf was a solo artist and Raucous asked them to to put that together mm. because of you know budgeting and that kind of thing. It's like y'all friends, can y'all just put out an album together? And and that's how it happened. But they always like, okay, we'll do this, but we are solo artists, and that's yeah, yeah for sure. Still how about you, Cass? You got some uh, producers that jumped to mind as some of your favorites? Yeah, I mean, like over the years, shoot. I mean, 90s, I was big into um, Eric Sermon. Mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Um, I was big into The Alchemist, Havoc from Mob Deep. Um, just trying to throw some other names out there that Rawls didn't say. <laughs> All those people too, but um, like he said, there's a billion. I mean, uh, you know, my SI team, Matt Man, Reflex, Theory, all those dudes are nasty on beats. They, I mean, talk about years of inspiring my pen personally. Uh, gotta go with you know producers that I that I wrote to their actual beats. So 
definitely the Scribbling Idiots production team. Um, the the guys over at the Deep Space Five came out of the makers of Dust and uh, and Plato and Freddie Bruno and those guys. I mean, inspiration here. Um, Rock Wilder, I always rock, rock with. Oh, yeah. Tons, man, tons. Yeah. There's a lot out there. Man, Theory has it. Man, that dude is so sharp on the beats. So sharp on the beats. Dust too, man. Dust Dust is dope. It's, it, it probably, there's probably no producer out there with a name that's more fitting to his sound than Dust. Because his beats were just so dusty and raw. Just dope, dope, right. dope stuff. Yeah. All right, y'all. Drums for sure. That's what dope about Dust too. It's like when you hear his drums, you know they're his. You know what I mean? It's like signature. Yeah, for sure. All right, I want to jump into this album. Y'all made an album project <coughs> called Criminal Criminal Blinded. Came out not too long ago. Um, and uh, yeah, I want to jump into this album. I, were you guys, uh, Cass? I know you. Um, work on projects constantly and we'll have, you know, be working on a project and then put out like eight more projects before you put out the project that I was like, oh, <laughs> on this project. was this yeah. one that was kind of in the chamber for a minute? Like, how did this one come about in your, your arsenal of projects? <laughs> it's this, this one has been done. Well, not done. Let's see. I don't know how long it's been done. We started working on it probably four years ago, I think. Um, mm. so it's probably been done maybe two years though. Like it's, it's, it's been done for a minute, honestly. Um, yeah, we had that vinyl weight, right? That's, we had, you know, that, you right. know, that, I think everybody went through that where you was just kind of like, yo, it's going to be like a year before your joint is ready. Like crazy times. Right. Right. Well, well, even even before like I even got to the fat like it to the fat beats deal it had been it had been done for a little while but but not too long I mean I pretty much started shopping it like it's pretty pretty soon after it was mixed and mastered so yeah but but yeah the the waiting game with fat beats was 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 a while you know what I mean waiting on the vinyl and and that yeah with you know you know how that goes so go ahead. Yeah, I want to ask you a question about that. So when you when you finish a project and you say you shop it around, is it how how much is it the connections you have? 100%. How dope how dope the music is, the the you know who's mm. on the album or who's producing on that, like the name recognition. How important are like those three different legs? Are they all equal important? Is one like super more important? What would you say? <laughs> I mean, ultimately, if you don't have like the right connection, then then it it probably won't matter. But I mean, yeah, I'd say they're all important. Like, I don't know that I would have been able to garner the attention of Fat Beats without Jay Rawls' name being attached to this project. If it would have just been a Casmeta project, I don't know that I have enough clout. To be perfectly honest with you, Rawls has, you know, done a lot more than I have. I mean, he's definitely done bigger numbers, bigger everything. Like, it just is what it is. He, 
yeah, he knows it, and we all know it. Like it's it's Man, nothing. Listen, Yo, listen, Fat Beast, and looked at me sometimes and be like, "Jay, who? Trust? <laughs> well, <me>. really, Fat <laughs> Beast." All of them, man. They all they be like, well, mm, short term memory. Yeah. So you know, I don't know. Maybe they did. Maybe it was combined forces. I don't know. But if they did, okay. Well, whatever it I, takes. That's that's my assumption because I just I don't think I don't think is this, that, this isn't your first fat beat joint, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, I mean uh, I've got you know, there have been we've had we've had records distributed through them, but never pressed and distributed through them. Like where they handled everything. Mm. Um, they handled some uh distribution for Elex vinyl. So um like the Mere Mortals record I did with Syntax the Terrific and DJ Sean P. You can pick that up at fatbeats.com, you know what I mean? But it's through Elect. So um. Yeah, and I mean, may, may, maybe it was a culmination of things. I mean, we do have some dope features on the record too, but um, maybe that maybe the maybe the the record is jamming. Like maybe they just like the record. Like I, I really don't know. It could be a combination of all three things. You know what I'm saying? But I definitely think the things that they're probably checking for. So yeah. Dope, dope, pro. I know you uh peeped the album. Um, yeah, yeah. Just know your your thoughts and, and <clears throat> questions you might have. Let's uh before we do that, let's shout out Jirai because uh he just said Criminal Blinded is a dope work from you too. <clears throat> um, I feel the same way. I was listening to it today. I'm actually, I really, really, really liked it, and what and, and I was upset because I was like, damn, is that all? Like it's starting over already. And um, but what's dope about it now is that y'all telling me that this is that old brother. The content is still so relevant today. Um, yeah. I, it makes me really, really, really like this more, really, really like it more than I already do. And, and especially knowing that y'all didn't just do this, uh, you know, a couple of months ago, like this has been, you know, a project that's been in the works. And I can tell that the thought and the effort put behind it and you can hear it in the, in the, in the music. I think it's dope. Super dope. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, that's I, what you call bacon in the age of microwave, man. You got to let the seasoning, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Marinate. That's what it is. Very <clears throat> bad. And I think that's a hard balance, you know, with, with us artists, too, is because everybody rhymes today. Everybody. everybody rhymes. And it's like you have to pick. You have to be really strategic about when you trying to drop something, you know what I mean? Because you don't you don't you know, you don't want it to just drop it and then nobody hear it or nobody knows that it's out. And man, it's just hard to pick and choose today. So to be able to get something out and it be like the quality and everything that we be listening and expecting like man i think it's incredible man that's big it looks yeah no doubt there's a couple songs on the album i wanted to ask y'all about and, and highlight because i think they're just so dope um we talked about drumless production and the the title track criminal blinded has drums on it although it does have i don't i don't think there's like a booming kick to it I don't remember a booming snare, so it's a little different. Um, 
was that Jay Rawls? Was that a beat that you were kind of going for that style, or is it just kind of just what flowed that night and just what inspiration came? It's just the flow and inspiration. I never like really like go for you know no drums or anything like that. If it if it comes out like that, then that means it it, it called for less drums. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, so and so that, for me, that's that's what it was. It just it's what does the beat call for? Yeah. And, and also, and like that's that's what I do because I like I said I start with the drums, but sometimes I'll I'll dial them back, I'll bring them bring them down, or I'll boost them, make that snare crack, some stuff. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna bring it back. It just how it feels. Yeah, I like how that one moves. I like the instrumentation on that one, uh, especially. And you got Rel McCoy on there. It's been a dope verse. And Kaz, can you speak a little bit to, um, you know, just the subject matter of that song and and why it was important uh, to have that song on there? Yeah, no doubt. Uh, so, as as everybody on here knows, the Criminal Blinded title is is a spinoff of Criminal Minded, right? Like it's just it's clever wordplay, right? It's just some some rap stuff, but. You know, that's how the idea just hit me at first. It was just a witty play on words. And then the concept kind of formed itself. Like later, it was like, and you know, how on the on the album cover, um, the guy holding his, you know, covering his eyes. So and, dope. But he's got blood on, he's got blood on his hands because he's, Facts. He's, he's blind. He's blind to the, you know, like being blind to like homeless, like I don't know if you can see like right here. The homeless like, dude in there. Uh, we was talking about it. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like just, you know, just being blind to that stuff. Like uh, I think I said it on uh, one of the lyrics on on that on that song you're talking about says uh, something about uh, you know, uh, uh, hold on, uh, you know not paying attention to the massacres in Africa, let alone the brutalities in your backyard. I, I'm paraphrasing. But, um, <clears throat> but yeah, just like, you know, it, it's, it's, it's so, being blind to that stuff is, 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 it's criminal. Like, basically, that's what it means. So it's like, you know, you just can't turn a blind eye to that type of stuff, man. We, we're trying to be on my conscious tip, you know, is all it is. Like, you're working with Rawls, you you can't be on your gangster rap stuff. You can't be in your you can't be in your booty shaking bag now, can you? You got to be on your conscious rap. So you know, just trying to put a little meaning behind the music, man. It's it's what I do anyway, you know. But um, definitely, that's what we tried to do with Criminal Blinded. So hopefully that makes it does. I can't wait for Booty Shaking Volume One with Kaz Meta. <laughs> album. <laughs> I got him. Long overdue. He probably yo. He, listen, yo, Wait, this, this, this dude. He probably got features coming up soon from like Lil Uzi Vert, and I mean, <laughs> his connects is crazy. Yo. I'm telling it you, it is. It is. Well, hey, but seriously though, I really like that song, and I, I often think about, you know, especially in this country, when the news comes on. It reports on very limited, you know, uh, conflicts in the world. Obviously, what's going on in Israel and Hamas and Ukraine, we see that nonstop. But there's so many conflicts around the world happening all the time that the news here never reports. That doesn't say a word about it. It's like, OK, we see who the media, you know, 
you know, uh, things we should care about and who we shouldn't care about. And so I just appreciate that song uh, for that reason, for other reasons. <clears throat> um, you got a joint with Napoleon, the legend on there. Dope. He's one of the dopest MCs. He's one of those MCs that puts out like eight albums every week, but they're good. <laughs> you know? They're good albums. It's like, how do you do this? How do you put out? Because a lot of people put out a lot of albums. It's like, okay, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. You know? So let me stop you right there and just shout out the Boom Bap chat for that connect because when he was a guest on your podcast that day, that evening, I was a fly on the wall in that episode. I got to chop it up with him a little bit that night. And then uh, that's how that collab came about. By, you know, that introduction. That was the foundation to the relationship starting with him. So shout out to y'all for having him on the show that and then having me come through. I think he did that verse the very next day. Like that's how quick he really is with the, with the rhymes, man. That's how he does so many albums. Like we talked about it. He sat down at 24 bars for me in 24 hours. It was crazy. Wow. So it's like, so we're getting some uh, fat beats royalties off that song. That's great. Thanks Cass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, that's dope, man. That's a, that's a, that really makes, that's encouraging to hear. That's really yeah, encouraging. Y'all, y'all, y'all building bridges over there. I'm trying, man. Trying. Another song on there I just want to highlight. Man, one of my favorite Ohio MCs, Home Skillet, is on there with G, the song G Rap, which yeah. kind of, is it, I guess you talk about G Rap, like it's a tribute to G Rap. Would you say that's fair? Yeah. So, okay. so the concept kind of came from Skillet. Um, he was the one who titled the song G-Rap when he wrote his verse because his his verse is paying homage to G-Rap in the sense of his patterns, like the way that he's rap, rhyming on it. And then instead of me doing the same thing, I was like, let me pay homage with like with the lyrics. Like if you go back and listen to it, you'll notice I say a lot of uh, album titles, maybe song titles. I think I said something about 38 special. Yep. Son, like this little, like I, I might have said something about cold chilling and tie fly in there. So like just, you know, those type of gems to to tie it to G-Rap. And then, of course, I had my man Toby from Animal Crackers. Shout out to him. Uh, he did all the cuts on, on the album, but we, we decided to use nothing but G-Rap's voice for the cuts. Mm. You know what I mean? To yeah. tie it together and... and and then, of course, at the end of the song, I just kind of shout him out and just saying he's one of the greatest MCs ever. And, you know, respecting eyes. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. You also have a song, Golden Arms, with uh, another one of my favorite Ohio MCs, Dante of Mood, which if y'all have never heard that album, Doom by Mood, y'all need to go get that album and listen to it because it's a phenomenal album from beginning to end. I really hip hop. <laughs> What'd you say, Cass? If you never heard that album, you're not really hip hop. Yeah, you're you're just watching the Grammys and stuff. You're not really hip hop. What, al- what album? What y'all talking about? What album? <laughs> Yo, did you have any involvement in that, J. Rawls? Zero. Okay, I, I didn't think so. But were you Other than were just you being a, being a fan? Yeah, I was around. Were you around at that? Oh, you were around oh, them at that time, right? Oh yeah, I was around them and 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 in the lab and watching all that take place with my mouth wide open, like. Yeah. Was that they, some of the they signed a deal? Nobody, I ain't never known nobody that signed a deal. That that was crazy. They had a deal before Quali. Yeah. Right, because Quali was just a feature on that album. 
Right. A few just on a few songs. Mm-hmm. Was that some of the times where you were just uh, amazed at high tech skill? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. That I mean going over high tech's mom's crib with him and just you know watching him make beats like the first time like I I really realized there were no limits was when I watched him make a snare, I make a hi-hat out of a snare. I had never mm-hmm. seen nobody do nothing like that. And this I mean we talking 95, 96 like and I was like, how old are you again? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? So yeah. I was like, oh, there's no rules. So I just started, like, I started digging differently. Mm. Being around him and Jason, it changed my sound. Like, it was, yeah, it was some good times. Those, I mean, and Fat John. And being around oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Fat Fat Jiggle. He's just so good. Like, his, I mean, his bass, his bass lines were so amazing. His sampling was a, a phenomenal. To me, it was his drums that really drew me in. He just had a knack for those just really crisp boom bap drums that sounded real and authentic and just perfect, you know, and always mixed well. So, yeah, shout out to High Tech. Last song I want to highlight and ask you about is Glory. Uh, More of a spiritual, I guess the whole album is really spiritual, but this is more like kind of, you know, uh, more focused spiritual, I guess you would say. I don't know. Um, but I just want to ask you about like spirituality in hip hop. We'll start with Kaz and then I want to know your thoughts, Jay Ross. But um, Kaz, why, why, or I assume it's important to you to have that spirituality in, you know, a lot of your music. And if if that is important to you, why, why is that important? Yeah, because I mean, we're spiritual people, you know what I mean? That's just, that's just who we are, you know, and, and we're not religious people. Like we're trying to draw that line. I mean, in the past, I've been, you know, down that road and and tried it, and it just doesn't really work for me. So I definitely, you know, God works for me. It's just, you know, religion and church people, and you know, just too many, too many ugly experiences with people that shouldn't, shouldn't never went that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's my personal, uh, you know, relationship with it. But uh, it doesn't ever stop me from, you know, if if I want to talk about it in a song, you know what I mean? I can I can wear my heart on my sleeve, you know, and just but you know, honestly, where I'm at as a as a man at 42 years old, you know what I mean? There's there's no shame in it. There's no there for a while, you know, for years, we probably would have been scared to say certain things. But it's just like, you know, we're we're grownups, man. You either, you either get it or you don't. So yeah, spirituality, very important to me still to this day. And, um, you know, it's just, it's just evolved over the years, but definitely still important. And so the SI team, you know, we're rooted in spirituality. If anybody knows our music, you know what I mean? That's how we all came together. So when, so when I heard that beat and I wrote my verse and, Felt like I had everything I needed to say in my 16 bars. I didn't want to go any further with it. Who else am I going to call? But 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 my brothers. So Motion Plus came through. Just Me came through. Mouth Warren came through. Everybody splashed it with their style, their signature sound. And um, I've been getting a lot of, lot of positive feedback about that song. That might be the overall general favorite song from people on the record, honestly, like from, Mm. from people, from a lot of people that have hit me up on DMS and things. And that's, that's the one people keep mentioning. So that's dope. That's dope. 
Jay Rawls, how about you? What what's your take on spirituality and and hip hop and and your yeah, music? Yeah, I mean, and it's it's amazing that song and every podcast, every interview that me and Kaz is doing, we we get asked about glory. So glory mm-hmm. has really got people like, hmm, probably because we're in these crazy ass days and times. But um, <laughs> right. I mean, for me, you know, like I made that beat. Like when I heard it, I already knew that I was going to touch it. And so I just kept listening to the sample, to the song, just, you know, while I was cleaning up the lab or dusting or whatever, grain papers, whatever I was doing. And and I I heard it from, from the door, like, this is incredible. But I didn't want it to be slow and sad. I mm-hmm. wanted it to be more upbeat. So that's why I did the 4-4 and kept it like up-tempo like that. Yeah. Just trying to change it up a little bit, you know, but um, I think that spirituality is important. And I think, especially as, as we get older, when you start to hit your 40s, you start to really think about like your legacy. Like what, what was your purpose? Why were you here? What did you do? Did you yeah. leave the earth a better place? Like if you go, you know, like, did you help anybody? Is there anybody in this world who could be like, yo, you know, he did this for me. He helped yeah. me through these. T- so you know, I'm always thinking of that. Always. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Thinking. Uh, go ahead, Cass. Oh, man, you slick. You saw I was about to say something. Uh, I was just going to say, like, the first song that Rawls and I ever did, which is the only song we ever did together before this EP, we did, uh, like, 10, 11 years, 12 years ago called Drowning Man. Um, it was on the record I did with Wonder Brown, the Dark Brothers record. And um, the, I mean, I can't tell you how many times over the years people hit me up about that song too, like saying that it touched their lives and, um, you know, like made them, you know, feel like they weren't alone, like they weren't the only one going through, you know, that type of wrestling with God type stuff that I was talking about on that song, you know? So um, I just think, I think there's something special about when Rawls and I connect, man, we, we going to make people that touch it. We going to make music that touches people every time, you know, we, we can do a, a joint that's, you know, just pure hip hop and ferocious, like the joint with Napoleon or total chaos or something like that, where we just getting in, in the bars, but definitely always going to have that, uh, it's, it's just, it's just meant to be like when we come together to, to give you all that, something to chew on something to think about something to inspire you something to relate to all the above you know what i mean yeah jay rose is there a song on the album that that especially speaks to you uh, as far as like the concept and the lyrics that really stands out um no nah, i mean definitely criminal blinded glory mm. are a couple of my favorite i really like total chaos though there's mm. something about that. That that was um for me. That beat was one of them ones like I I had I hadn't let a lot of people hear that, and so when Kaz hit me up, I thought about his style. I actually sat and listened to a couple of his joints, and I sent him that with some other stuff. But I sent him that hoping he'd be like, "Yo," I was like, "Yes," you know. <laughs> as a producer, sometimes you do that. You like I can hear such and such over this. Yeah. But then they don't always agree. And that right, happened yeah. a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for him sure. to pick that total chaos, it's just something about it. But then with the cuts that Toby did, 
that set it off. So it was we it was in the game. So that's definitely one of my favorites. So that's why we're gonna do some visuals for it. Oh right. word, dope, dope. When's that coming? Or is it not set yet? Oh yeah. We uh, soon we come. Soon come. We Ooh. linking real we linking, soon. Yeah, real soon. Okay. Like soon. Soon come. That's a great, great album as well. Soon come. Yeah, yes. <laughs> you must be hip hop. See? Right. Well, you don't have to go to the Grammys to know that. <laughs> hey, hey, if, if the Grammys had uh Ashiru and Blue Black on there, I yeah. yeah I'll if you know, that. you know. <laughs> That's right. That's when right. You know, you know. The Grammys had like all natural Ashiru yes. and Blue Black, you know. Ooh. Yes. That kind of like if the Grammys was that, I think we'd all be Come like, "Come on, man!" We'd all be like, "What's going on over here?" Yeah, yeah, oh, for sure. I was listening. I was listening to Renaissance. I can't get enough of that beat, bro. That's <laughs> man. Joint. That's done. Ooh, that's fire, boy. That is the yeah. joint right yeah. there, man. I love that song, bro. It's got a. Um, Those are some good days. A piano on there. Is it right? Is any sample piano or play? You probably yes, sample. Sitting at the lakefront, working on my next mm. LP, LP, a 55th in LSD, and you will see. Come on, man. That song, man. Jay Ross laced that beat, dog. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. That was dope. Was that on their second album? Nah, that, that was, was on uh, Second Nature. Yeah, Second Nature. Second Nature. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Second yeah. Nature. That's a dope album right there. That's dope. Well, Jay Sands' verse, he went dummy on his verse, too. Mm-hmm. Wait, was that on the essence of J. Rawls too? Nope. Was Capital D on there? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Him Capital and Greenweed. But that, yeah. that song. It was a different Yeah, not that song. Yeah, yeah. Him and Mr. Yeah. Greenweed. Yeah. Man, that, Mr. Greenweed has such a dope voice. Cold Turkey. Such a dope yeah, voice. Yeah. Dope. Anyway, uh, listen, if you're just tuning in, we got Kaz Meta, we got J. Rawls, the new album. You gotta go get it. It's criminal, <clears throat> excuse me, criminal blinded. Um, search on Bandcamp, buy the vinyl, buy the download, get it. It's dope. Of course, it's going to be dope. It's Kazmet and Jay Rawls together, so make sure you get that. Um, hey, before we get out of here, we, we'd like to celebrate some hip-hop albums that I think you guys both like. And so we're going to do a little segment called One Word, where uh, we will – actually, we'll, we'll play the little, the little intro. We got a little intro. I don't think we had the intro last time you guys were on. So I'm going to play this little intro, see if you accept the mission. Uh, to play our game and uh yeah here we go here we go one word intro here we go okay party people in the house uh, let's get ready to rumble in this portion of the show we'll show an assortment of hip-hop albums and challenge our guests to describe them in one word or less do you accept the challenge all right there you go jay ross Casmeta. uh can i get <laughs> Can I get a verbal yes? You accept this challenge? <laughs> of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah. All right. First album, one word or less. We'll start with you, Kaz, then we'll jump to you, Jay Rawls. This is High Technology by High Tech. Mm. I'm going to say Cincinnati. It's a good word. It's a good word, Kaz. It's a good word. Jay Rawls, how about you? One word. Baselines. Baselines. Yes. Yeah, this is one, one and, of the and, best. And he used to do them on the pads. That I was just watching like mm. all on the pads. That's amazing. 
Amazing. That's such a good ad. This is a, it's one of my favorite produced albums of all time. It's up there with not as not not up there as high as Slum Village Volume Two, but it's close. I mean, this is such a well produced album in my mind. So, all right. Yep. Next one. You know, I had to pull it out. This is Most Def and Talib Kweli, our Black Star, and Jay Rawls. We'll start with you. Uh, opportunity. Hmm. Yeah. How many beats did you do on here, Jay Rawls? Two. I did one and an interlude. One and an interlude. Yep. 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 Cass. Let's say is redefinition one word? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> it is tonight. A, it is tonight. That's right. <laughs> Our panelists of judges have accepted that as the one word. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a dope. That's a dope song right there. It's a dope song. Great album. Okay. So uh Talib Kali and Yasin Bey, don't sue me. I just printed this up for um prop purposes. All right, just prop purposes. <laughs> this is Black Star, No Fear of Time. Very different feel than the first album, in my opinion. Jay Rawls will start with you. One word. Otis. What was what was you say? Otis. Otis. Why Otis? Mad Lib, brother. Mad names, man. Get them IMIs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Know what it's it is. Mad Lib's government. You did. Oh, you said, oh, Otis. Oh, okay. I got you, got you, got you. Yes. Kazmeta, how about you? What's your one word? Uh, Luminary. <laughs> That's a good word for it. That's a good. Did you like it? Did you, did y'all like this album? I did. You did? I think I felt like we talked about this, J. Rolls. Maybe we didn't. I, I, I did. I, I know a lot of people told me no, but yeah, I liked it because I uh I mean I'm a I'm a I'm a mad lib. I call him Otis. Like every time I see I, I talk to him, I call him Otis. So or oh, but Mad Lib is incredible. And and for me, like yeah, yeah, that album's dope. Yeah. Cass, how about you? I haven't heard it. That's all good. That's why you said luminary. <laughs> That's all good. I, I like the album. And uh speaking of Mad Lib, I just saw something posted that said Black Black Thought is working on some music with Mad Lib. I don't know if that's true. I just saw it go around. I, I hope that's true. Ooh, okay. that's all I can say to that. <laughs> all right. Kazmet, I know you heard this album about a billion times. This is Soul Food by Goody Mob. We'll start with you, Cass. Mm, dirty. Yeah. Can no I doubt. say it? That's the dirty, dirty. <laughs> yeah, you can say it twice. Jay Rawls, how about you? I say funky. You know what I'm saying? Funky. I'll probably give it that funky feel. Yeah. Yeah. Real Dope. Yeah. Vibes. Classic album. All right. We got two albums for the last the last round. You can you can use one word to describe both of them. Or you can just talk about them in context of each other. All right. So we we have bringing home to Ohio. It's Bone creeping on to come up and East 99 Eternal. <clears throat> wow. Uh, I, you know what? I, harmonize. Mm, that's a good word for it. Both. Just because I had never heard nobody rap like that. Like, that was like crazy. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna miss everybody. We're gonna miss everybody. I was like, "What?" 
How about you, Cass? Oh, man. Inspiration. Mm. It, I mean, they were the who who got on out of Ohio before Bone on a national level. Like, I mean, maybe somebody, but to, to me, it was like, wait, somebody from Cleveland is signing with Easy E? Like, you know, I remember reading about him before I heard about him. I like read a couple articles in a magazine or something about him. And then, uh, and so I was like anticipating to hear them just based on the fact that they were out of Ohio. So I was a fan before I even heard the music <laughs> just yeah. based off of wanting to root for them. Cause they were from the home team. You know what I mean? So I've always loved bone, man. I, I've got a song out right now with crazy bone and twister. That's uh, that, uh, <laughs> And yeah, I've done something with Busy as well, but um, see, yeah, they, yeah, man, I love Bone, man, I love Bone. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, I thought those those two albums specifically uh, from Bone were really, really good. And I think sometimes people forget how big they were. I mean, they got super huge for a while. I mean, it was yeah. pretty kind of ridiculous how big they got. 50 million records sold, I think. How many? 50 million. Man. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was then, like, that was then, though. Like, that was 50 million sold in 95 or something. Like, maybe 96, 97. It might have took a couple years to get to that. But imagine where that's at now. You know what I mean? If you've went and rebought the album or anybody that came along, you know, later on or or add the streaming numbers to it like yeah they're they're definitely up there yeah and it's wild because like the you know biggie was huge back then too but off that album like everyone was listening to notorious thugs like that was the song off that album it may not have been the first single or whatever but that was the song everybody was listening to. i remember listening to that song in high school everyone in high school was listening to it and yeah. i didn't even go to a high school that had a lot of hip-hop kids but <laughs> they were all listening to it you know they were big what's that Cass? Facts, man. Legends, bro. True, true. I mean, I know they were huge then, but like, I, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think particularly crazy and busy. I mean, I'm not taking anything away from the other three. Um, but if you really know who, like, crazy put in most of the work when it came to a lot of the concepts and getting to the studio first and, and he's just a powerhouse, man. Like even to this day, like some of the stuff that they're doing, um, solo wise, like it is still fire to me, to be honest. Like I was listening to busy's new album earlier today. I was painting the studio and, um, I had it on in the background and like lyrically, like, like not what you think of bone either. Like he was on there spitting, spitting, like, like some bars that could be in a in a on a battle rap stage or something. Like I was pretty pretty impressed with it. So I mean, yeah, we That's could tough. talk we could talk for a while about Bone. I I really I really jive with what they do, man. I really like them. I know you do. I know you do. That's dope. Shout out to Bone. Shout out to all Ohio artists. Speaking of shout outs, that's what we do to close the show. We always give shout outs. So we'll we'll shout we'll do some shout outs around and then uh Kaz and Jay Rawls will give you the final shout outs. All right. Yeah. Profound. Who you shouting out yeah. tonight, man? Man, I'm shouting out 50 years of hip hop without the Grammys. 
That's what I'm shopping now. <laughs> <laughs> and my brother's the Boom Bat Chat. Y'all know how we do. Bo Stowe, uh, Io, Till, um, and Big Joe. Jay Rawls, man, always a pleasure, brother. Casmeta, it's been a minute. Always a pleasure. Y'all, I don't know what y'all did. Next time y'all put a criminal blinded, just please give me a call so I can be a part. I would love to spit some bars upon the album. <laughs> Straight up. Right on. But, but that's it, man. Thanks, bro. All right, Omar, see you guys tonight. Man, definitely want to shout out Ohio. Shout out um, the Boom, but my Boom Bap Chat brothers. And definitely want to shout out to all, you know, the hip hop artists that I look up to that's educators. Started with uh, Dr. Rawls, Asher Rue, Jay Live. Even though he not teaching, I still, you know what I'm saying, them, them, them are my teachers right there. John Robinson. I don't even know. I'm about to get y'all a blast from the past. The Farah. Y'all remember mm. the Farah? The Farah yeah. is an educator. Yeah. And I, I don't know if I said grab, grab level for sure. You know what I mean? So yeah, shout out to all the educators, man, that's that I look up to. And because I'm, you know, I'm following in their footsteps. So definitely shout out to them, man. For real. Salute. Salute. Right on, right on. Uh, yo, thank you, Iamas. Want to give a shout out to Sky Blue and Scotty Royale for putting out a dope project uh, this past year, and we're trying to get them on the Boom Bap chat. I think we have them booked uh, in January. Luca, I don't know if uh, y'all are up on Luca, but Dantich? What's that? Dante? No, no. Oh, uh, I was about to say. I can't remember. No, we we hoop around here now till come that'd on. Be, no, no, that'd no. be a dope MC, MC name though, Luca Dunch. <laughs> right, that's true. <laughs> but shout out to Luca. We're trying to get on the show. Uh, Torre, shout out to Torre. Uh, we're trying to get him on the show. Working with his his people to get him on. So shout out to all the people we're trying to get on the Boom Bap chat. Shout out to Ohio Hip Hop, Mood High Tech, Watusi Tribe for sure. Uh, just Ohio Hip Hop. A lot of a lot of dope hip hop from Ohio. And speaking of dope hip hop from Ohio, want to shout out you, Cass. Thank you for being on tonight. Thanks for you know friendship over many many years. I uh, appreciate you perfecting your craft and staying on it and just doing really dope stuff with your music. And uh, Jay Rawls, thank you, man, for being on the show and for your craft and for taking education where hip hop where I think it needs to go. And um, just really appreciate all you do for the music, for culture, for for people, for humanity in general. So. Thank you both for what you do, and thank you for sharing some of yourselves with us tonight. And uh, with that, I'll throw it over to, to Cass. Word. I want to shout out all the uh, people that, you know, all the other people that were involved in the Criminal Blinded Project. Um, shout out to our engineer, Chris D1 Dickerson. Um, he laced it, man. I mean, he definitely had a big 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 effect in the in the final outcome of the record um shout out to toby tobadius <laughs> donahue from the animal crackers he did all the cuts on the record um laced it uh shout out to ghost octopus the uh artwork designer um shout out fat beats shout out to all the other features rel napoleon skillet dante SI, uh, Denku, Sleep Sinatra, Blast Mega, Stick Figures, Shiesty Christ. I think that's everybody. Just everybody that came through and and made it what it is. 
Word. Thanks, Kaz. J. Ross, who you want to shout out tonight? All right, now I'm going to shout out Ohio Hip Hop. You know, just there's so many talented MCs, producers, DJs, B-boys and B-girls, graph artists, just Ohio, man. I got a lot of love for Ohio. And I'm about to drop some news on here that nobody knows. Um, I've just signed on to be um, a curator for um, the Cincinnati Art Museum for an exhibit called the culture and it's about hip hop and it's coming to Cincinnati in the summer. So hey, heck big yeah. Thing, big things coming. That's awesome, man. That's fantastic. Awesome. Man, I can't wait. It's coming to Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Heck yeah. That's why I said Ohio. Yes. Hey, we got to make a trip profile. Oh, I'm gonna have to do something. Yeah. I'll definitely be there. Word up. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks for announcing that tonight on the Boom Bap Chat, Jay Ross, man. Appreciate that. Yeah. Cool, man. Well, if there's nothing else on that note, we say peace, peace, peace. peace.